You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, as we get closer to Election Day, we're sharing a conversation with Board of Education candidates. Before we begin, a message from our friends and sponsors at the Pat Crocker Breast Cancer Foundation. The Pat Crocker Breast Cancer Fund helps before breast cancer strikes. They pay for early breast cancer screening and any follow-up diagnostic services. Donate now to support fighting breast cancer awareness in Richland County. Just visit helpmepat.org donate. Now our future story. Candidates for Mansfield City Schools Board of Education, Mansfield Municipal Clerk of Courts, and Municipal Court Judge engaged in conversations on Wednesday evening at IdeaWorks in Mansfield. The event aimed to inform voters before Election Day on November 7th. Today, some highlights from the conversation between two Board of Education candidates, Jason Lawrence and Leslie Ward. My name is Carl Hunnell. I'm the city editor at Richland Source. If you're someone like me who covers politics and government, this is our Super Bowl. You know, this is what we live for. Election Day is what we do. Uh, So I'm very happy to see everybody here. I am joined now by two of the three candidates for Mansfield City School Board, Jason Lawrence and Leslie Ward. Uh, Now, Jason and Leslie are both write-in candidates. Now, the only candidate for this race whose name appears on the ballot is Jennifer Keim. Now, Jennifer is not here tonight, obviously. Uh, She is physically out of the country tonight, which is really the only excuse that I accept. So we'll get started. I'd like to give each of you just a few minutes to tell us about yourselves and why you'd like to be on the Mansfield School Board. Jason, we'll start with you. Thank you. Well, first off, I want to thank Richard Source, Carl, Brittany for having us tonight. Um, I'm Jason Lawrence. I live probably a block away from here. And Carl, in 1980, I was going to a school that used to be about two blocks away from here, Mansfield, John Simpson. From there, I went on to Malabar. I graduated from Malabar in 1987. And so I have a legacy of, of city schools. My mother worked for city schools for 30 plus years. My father worked at Malabar when it first opened. Went to work at Thermidus, came back and worked at Mansfield Senior. My sister now answers the phone when you call Mansfield City, uh, city School, uh, Senior High. My sister works at Sherman. So I have a long, long legacy of Mansfield City Schools. Brother went there, nephews went there. And so I want to continue that legacy. That's why I'm asking for your vote this time. Um, lifelong citizen of Mansfield, served seven years on city council. And, um, and so I was talking with uh, Judge Badnell, Attorney Badnell. He was saying what a thankless job city school council or city, city school board is. And I was like, you know, it's, it's a labor of love. I want to see city schools do better, be better. They've got, they've, they've improved. We've got to a point where um, they've improved, but I want to get them across the finish line, get them, get them up there with the Lexingtons and Ontarios. So, Thank you, Jason. Leslie, same question for you. Thank you. Appreciate everybody being here tonight. Um, so just really briefly about me, I apologize, in 1980 I was being born. 
Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> but I have lived here my whole life. I have gone to the Mansfield City Schools my whole life. You know, I live here. I work here. I vote here. So these things are just as important to me as they are to you guys. So please don't um, think that we're taking this lightly. This is a huge undertaking that um, maybe we're a little crazy for <laughs> whatever. It's okay. It'll be fun. Um, but we're all here to see the city schools succeed, the students be ready for what happens after they graduate. They've got to be either career ready or college ready. Um, and, and the Mansfield City Schools is doing a great job with both. So we just are here to continue to support that. Next question, and Jason, we'll start with you this time. As enrollment, as enrollment has declined over the years, the district has closed some buildings. Uh, it's now engaged in a master facilities planning process. They've got a stated goal of creating 21st century learning facilities for their students. Now, what are your views on the potential consolidation of buildings and the potential construction of perhaps a new elementary school? And if a new school building is needed, where do you think it ought to be built? And Jason, we'll start with you. Well, that's a great question. Um, I've lived all over the city. This is a great city. I don't think there's a bad place to put it anywhere. But I think, again, we have to be wise and um, everything needs to be centralized. Uh, for me, I wouldn't want everything centralized. Well, we have middle school and high school in the same building now. And so um, I'm all for new buildings, definitely all for new buildings. We have to, I believe there's been some feasibility studies done to see how. Um, feasible that is we paid off the high school a little early so that really helped so moving forward I'm all for new buildings these some of these buildings are really really old I mean really old <clears throat> 30s 20s they were built and so um, it, it doesn't help in things like Wi-Fi and you know technology the buildings are just not capable of handling that. So new buildings are what we need. New technology is what we need. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be in favor for it. We're going to be wise about it. We're not going to um, try not to impact the taxpayer too much. Levy, things of that nature. Um, spread it out so it's not, you know, it's too cumbersome on a, on a taxpayer, on a homeowner. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Leslie, same question for you. Sure. So it's always a tough conversation to say, hey, we need another levy so we can build more schools. So, of course, we have to take all of the stakeholders. So that involves anybody who lives in Richland County and anybody who um, lives in the Mesa City School District to have those conversations to say, how does this make sense? How can we all move forward? Because um, we're still having to provide a 20, you know, the most up-to-date teaching. The technology has to come with it. So, you know, we're going to have to have lots of hard conversations with lots of folks who are all involved, all of the teachers, you know, all of our community partners and, and us, you know, board members. It's, it's hard to have those conversations, but it's going to have to happen. Okay, thank you. I was just handed a note. Uh, apparently, Jen Keim has commented on Facebook that she's actually watching from the air. So, Jen, you really should be here right now. I just want you to know that. Anyway. Leslie, we'll start with you this time. The district's recent strategic plan has identified several goals for the district, including recruiting and retaining an effective and diverse staff, promoting a positive culture throughout the district, improving early literacy, and reducing chronic absenteeism. 
of those goals, which ones resonate with you the most, and how would you support those efforts during board meetings and even outside of board meetings? Good, great, yes. So um, recruiting new teachers um, is super important for us to continue to grow. Um, of course, a big part of what the board has to do, we have to make sure the funding is in place because we have to continue to entice them to come to the Mansfield City Schools. Um, we want them to be excited to um, you know, help shape our kids and, and their future. So I think that that to me, that's you know, a really big piece. Make sure the funding is there. We have to, as the board, we have to continue to support them and give them all the resources that they need to be able to help our, our kids succeed. Jason, same question for you. Um, definitely the retaining of, of quality teachers, recruiting of quality teachers, and it all falls back to the school buildings, the new technology. Um, the school got a three the last time as a whole out of five from the state report card. Career Tech got a five. STEM and Spanish Immersion are high, four or five schools. So we, we have the formula to get better. And I think that's gonna be, those are the tools that, that help keep and recruit and keep good quality teachers along with salary, right? And so we gotta get in there and do a deep dive and see what we're paying as compared to the state, other districts our size and, and you know, and, and really ask them, are you doing it for the love of the kids? You know, um, I, think, I think teachers sometimes get a bad rap. They always say they don't get paid enough. Um, and, and so can we get there, maybe not be the, the top dollar school in, in Ohio, but, but be competitive? And I think we need to look at that moving forward. It's going to be tough when you're going to have a $2 million deficit. To watch the event's full live stream, click the link in our show notes. Let's move on to some Ohio history. Everyone knows that the Ohio State Reformatory is famous for the Shawshank Redemption, but did you know the prison features prominently in a number of other films, TV shows, and music videos? It was used as a Russian prison in Air Force One for Lil Wayne's hit Go DJ, a Mr. Beast haunted challenge video, and for the six-time Academy Award nominee Judas and the Black Messiah. The prison also appeared twice in Sylvester Stallone films the first time for 1989's buddy cop film Tango and Cash, and then again in 2018 for Escape Plan, The Extractors. If you look closely, you might find a cameo from our own Jay Allred playing Mansfield's mayor before the action heats up. Next, an event coming up that you should know about. There are dozens of Halloween-themed events this weekend, so make sure you check out Katie Ellington Sorrow's guide to find the best ones for you and your family. You'll find everything, trunk or treats, parades, ghost hikes, haunted houses, concerts, corn mazes, festivals, and more. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember Donna Rowland. Donna was born in Mansfield in 1944. She was outgoing, loving, caring, and a strong Christian woman. Donna was an accomplished seamstress and worked for a time at a local gas station. Her children and grandchildren were her life, and she enjoyed every moment spent in their company. Her dog, Buford, had a special place in her heart. Donna was preceded in death by her lifetime partner, Bud, and is survived by two children, five grandchildren, six great-grandchildren, a half-sister, a half-brother, Raymond, a nephew, and a niece. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Donna's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit.
Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 